want God to help you, and so I'm going to bless you now. I bless you in the name of Jesus that you would know Jesus more wonderfully. I bless you to receive the help of God, the guidance of God, the healing of God, whatever you need, whether it's healing in your body or your mind or your emotions or your spirit, I bless you to receive God's help, whatever you need. I, I bless you to, to flourish and prevail in whatever challenges you're facing right now in your life. And I bless you to feel hope, whatever your cir circumstances, peace, joy, love, whatever whatever's going on in your life, that you would feel those things, that you receive that from the Holy Spirit even right now. I bless you with that. In Jesus' name, may it be. Amen. Amen. Wow. We're here to talk about prayer tonight. Uh, if you did not know that, um, that's, that's what we're, we're here to do. For the next two weeks, we're going to be doing a two-part grand finale of breakthrough conversations. Woohoo! I, I know. We're going to be talking about how to get our prayers unstuck. Now, there's a lot behind that thought, uh, and we have been setting up that thought throughout the last many weeks. Um, each message, just as a reminder, is a bit niche. It doesn't apply to everything that could possibly be happening in your life. But we have been going through um, a teaching on prayer, dealing with each different aspect, different niche aspects, and now we're at the point where we're like, okay, if your prayers are stuck, then how to get them unstuck? So again, we've been teaching about Jesus and, and how when Jesus is teaching about prayer, he makes it pretty clear that everything we ask in his name to the Father, according to the will of God, it, it will be given to us. But that's not my personal experience, and that's probably not your personal experience. It, it ought to be, and so we're trying to figure out why. Why is it that we're not receiving everything we ask for? And then when Jesus has asked about, how, uh, about prayer, how to pray so that your prayers are answered, the, disci the disciples say that, ask him, and Jesus gives them a structure. A, a, we call it the Lord's Prayer. We just sang it there. And, 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 we, and, and a bit of like, here's an example of the things to have in your prayers. And we learn that, yes, God hears all prayers, uh, even, yeah, even just like single word prayers, I guess. But, but uh, there is a way to structure your prayers that is uh, more effective and more likely to be answered. And all the mighty prayers in the Bible follow the same structures. We talked about that. We've also talked about five things that might block, delay or bring about unanswered prayer or just long waiting before answered prayer. Uh, one of those is God's will. And we, we spent some time studying this. And if this, seems, and if this seems weird to you, there's a whole message behind all of these. I'm just trying to be brief here. But we're talking about God's will and, and how um, if our prayers are not in alignment with God's will, it's not going to happen. Our prayers, are, we can expect not answered prayer. But... As we looked at it, most of our prayers are probably actually in alignment with God's will. Uh, as we're praying for things to be better and not worse. And so usually when, when there's a hang-up in prayer, it's not actually God's will. I mean, it might be from time to time, but usually that's not actually the issue. 
Then we talked about faith and, and the role of our faith. And, and, and actually that is more of a challenge for us because in our generation we have such low expectation that, that God is actually going to answer our prayer uh, powerfully, clearly, obviously. And, and because our faith levels are low, that is a major hang-up. James talks about prayer specifically in the context of wisdom. And he says, you know, like, pray, but, but pray and not doubt. Uh, the one who doubts shouldn't expect to receive anything from the Lord. Faith is a really big deal, and we talked in that message about how to um, see our faith levels, our expectation levels go up. That's a pretty big deal when it comes to prayer and prayers being answered. We continued on after that, and for the last two weeks, we've been talking about the role of free will. Free will and how it may be a, be a major factor in delaying, setting back, or even um, blocking answered prayer. Uh, we talked about how most of the time, most, most, most of the time, God answers prayers via releasing angels or sending people. People or angels. A and so people have free will. A and when, when God says, hey, uh, um, free will person, we'll call him, uh, I don't know, <laughs> Larry. Okay, uh, Larry, I want you to give this person 100 pounds. Mm, no, I don't know if I want to do that. And a wrestling match goes on between Larry and the Almighty, and and and, and as he's resisting, giving her about like, Larry, look, this guy's praying and pleading for for God's provision for your life. I'm telling you, answer the, the and, and free will is delaying that. This is not hallelujah. This is oh no, right? Uh, free will is blocking this, blocking this from happening at the moment. God might send an angel to, to, um, to bring a message. You may not know that. You may not experience it in that way. Uh, most people don't experience it in that way. And yet we talked about last week how there, there is one-third of the angelic beings, which are, we call them demons, and how they have set their free will to block, delay everything that they can to keep answered prayer from happening, and I drew you a spectacular picture. And the picture that I was talking about is how when we pray, a spiritual war breaks out, and, a, and it kind of works like this. So you're there, you're the green person, and you're, you're circled there in blue, just because. And, and your prayer goes up, very easy for your prayer to reach Jesus, uh, to reach the, the heaven, God. So then God hears that prayer. He's like, yes, this is a good prayer. Uh, I'm happy about this. Let's, let's release the answer to the prayer. And we saw like, for example, in Daniel chapter 10 last week, how the, an the angel was dispatched to bring the answer to prayer, but the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms, uh, demonic beings, how they were delaying the angel from getting the answer to Daniel. And they were blocking it and they were holding, they were holding him up. So we, we saw how the free will of spiritual beings can block things out. Um, they can, uh, spiritual, those demonic spiritual beings can also delay people from bringing you answers to prayers. So hey, um, you know, like, like maybe God gives some, God wants to give you, um, give somebody a word of encouragement through you. And he's like, I want you to, I have, here's a verse, and I want you to give it to that person. Ooh, ah, that sounds weird. I don't want to be that weird person that comes up with a verse. For, I, got, I feel like God's giving me a verse for you or, or a picture or encouragement. Who wants a verse or encouragement from God? Everybody. But, 
But besides that, we feel all insecure about that. The enemy is bombarding with lies and insecurity. And so he's messing with free will and, and just trying to keep things as delayed as possible. So maybe you don't give that word on time. And they needed it in that moment. You give it to them the next day. But still, they could have really used it the day before. Uh, anyway, so, so there's free will and there's a spiritual battle going on. Um, that, that's messing and dealing with delaying and answered prayers. Now, I find this kind of conversation helpful when it comes to understanding prayer and actually encouraging me in my, my prayer life. Uh, it also helps me um, come to peace a little bit with, um, with uh, delays, I guess, in answered prayer. Because there's times where I know I know that God has said he's, he wants to do this thing. I know that I've heard from God, like this is what's going to happen. And, and then the timings that I feel God has said is gonna, it's going to happen within these timings, sometimes those timings, oftentimes those timings come and go. And I'm like, what? Am I even hearing from God? Am I even hearing from God at all? Now, I do want to make sure I declare biblically that God is able to tell you exactly when something is going to happen, be precise, and it be exactly true. However, also you can see um, the when of answered prayer is tricky because of this massive spiritual dynamic, this war that's going on. Because the enemy is trying to, and is usually successful at, pushing back, delaying God's answers to your prayers further back, delaying it further than God ideally would like it to happen. He, he, he's successful at that. And this really helps me, though, understand, like, it's the timings of my prayers, they may come and go, and I feel like God's, God's uh, saying that he's going to help me in this time period, and then it doesn't happen. That doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to happen. Actually, it probably means that I need to contend I need to jump into battle mode and fight to see my answers to prayers unstuck. They got held up somewhere, and I need to see them unstuck. I need to stop being upset at God that the timings came and went, and I need to start working with God to get things back on track. That's kind of what we're talking about today. Mm. That's exactly what we're talking uh, about, about today and for the next couple weeks. How to unblock our prayers so that they get unstuck. But one last note. Dealing with timings of answered prayers. Um, there are some things in your life where God has actually ordained a time or a season for things to shift, things to change. And uh, he has set a time for that. Many times probably all the time, I want God's future good shifting in my life to take place now. But he has set apart a time for that to take place. And I have to walk in asking but in humility without getting frustrated when it comes to God's timings on some of those things. Um, sometimes God does move forward a timings, and that's okay. Jesus this happens with Jesus, Jesus' mother, um, first miracle moment there with turning the water to wine. Jesus is like, you know what, it, my time has not yet come. It is not time for a miracle. And you know what she's like? It's time. <laughs> okay, mom. So uh, that, that's, that's what happens there. The timing is brought forward. But um, that can happen, but, 
but there's a, there's, there's a surrender thing when it comes to God's timing. There's a surrender thing, and then there's a, a battling things. We're not battling against God for timing breakthroughs. We're battling against the enemy who might be blocking things. And again, it's important that we get these in the right boxes. It's very easy to misappropriate some of this, this teaching that we're, that we're going through. We're fighting against the enemy. We're walking with God when it comes to answered prayer. Okay. In case you're confused, I've drawn confusing drawings. So uh, this is what we're talking about. Uh, we got some pictures here. Yes. So, picture on the right, uh, that is a uh, person prays. God sends an angel to bring an answer to prayer. Spiritual force of evil, blocking. Daniel chapter 10. Okay? That's, that's a problem. Over here, person prays. Uh, a guy, uh, somebody, green person, is sent to bring an answer to prayer. But the enemy is there like, oh, you would be weird if you gave them a word of encouragement from God. That would be awful. How weird would that be? Don't do it. Or, or you, you, you know, like 100 pounds. Why would you give them 100 pounds? Uh, you know, that sort of a thing. Lies, insecurities, and just trying to block that from, from happening. What we're trying to do today is pray so that the, the situation shifts and it looks more like this. Okay? So we want God to release more help. More help so that the breakthrough comes. So uh, you've got on the left here, you've got, um, you've got, you want God to release, this is again Daniel chapter 10. This is what it's describing. More angelic help to come uh, so that the breakthrough can come. The answer can, can get through. That's what we want to see happen. And then in this with people over here, um, you've, got, you've got the person and these, the uh, help from heaven comes down. And this person's like, all of a sudden, I think it's a great idea to give this verse of encouragement. And I feel so less insecure now, and, and here I go. I'm, I'm full of courage, and, and, and yeah, the enemy is dealt with. So that's, that's what we want to see happening in our prayers. Over the next couple weeks, we are going to be looking at many different ways to see this. To see reinforcements break through so that answers break through, and we go from blocked prayers to unblocked prayers. So how do we do this? How do we do this? How do we shift this? How do we get reinforcements to come? First of all, perseverance is essential when it comes to prayer. Perseverance is essential. In this whole battle process when it comes to answer prayer, you stop praying and pretty much it will never swing in your favor. Pretty much, with only a few exceptions. Maybe your granny is still praying. That could, that could be more than enough. Or if you get a very unique, rare type of promise from God. Like that, that could be enough. But, but basically, if you stop praying, reinforcements aren't coming. And that prayer, if it's being held up thus far, it will probably continue to be held up. Perseverance in prayer is a big deal. Luke, uh, Luke chapter 18, Jesus is, is teaching and, and he tells a story about a persistent widow. And the point of that story is to keep praying no matter the adversity, no matter the unlikeliness. Uh, praying for justice, praying for God's goodness and, and breakthrough. Um, keep praying until your prayers are answered. And I, I just want to make sure we understand here that we're not talking about praying faithfully. Praying faithfully is when you keep praying the same prayer year after year after year. That is not good enough. We don't need to pray faithfully. We need to pray faith-filled. 
faith-filled. It's not good enough to just pray the prayers. We need to pray those prayers with faith and expectation year after year. Generally speaking, in, in my experience, I'm going to just impose it on all of us, um, the longer pr- prayers go unanswered, the more our anticipation or expectation of that prayer being answered seems to go down. It didn't happen this month. It didn't happen this year. It hasn't happened in the last five years. I've been praying for the same prayer, and it's never been answered, and so my expectation that it's going to be answered keeps going down. What happens if we don't have much faith when we're praying, even if we're praying faithfully? Well, that person shouldn't expect to receive anything from the Lord because they're not praying with faith. They're not praying with faith. And so faithfully praying needs to be combined with faith-filled, expectant praying. And that's just free, just throwing that out there. Persevering in faith-filled praying. Okay, for the long haul, that's number one. Another thing that's a big deal when it comes to this is stop agreeing with delay. Stop agreeing with delay. 90%, 90%, just making this up on the spot, 90% of people from my background are way too passive when it comes to unanswered prayer. They just accept it as the will of God. They accept it as the will of God. They, they have no, they have no, uh, no expectation that God's probably going to answer their prayers. And so when it doesn't happen, they're just kind of like, okay, it is what it is. You know, they're, they're thinking, God's going to do what God's going to do. And nothing that I can do or pray is going to make any impact in that. Sounds so holy, but it's wholly unbiblical. Every example, every example in the Bible of praying shows us the exact opposite of that. Shows us that things change, either spiritually or in reality, when people pray. That things are activated, that things happen when God's people pray. We're not passive when it comes to prayer. And so um, we, we got to stop agreeing with that and being passive there. Sometimes the delay is the will of God, for sure. But often, often it is the enemy blocking God's yes from getting through to you. Again, see Daniel chapter 10 for that. Um, so how do we fight this battle? How do we fight this battle and see breakthroughs? Great question. Paul tells us exactly how to do this in the context of waging spiritual battle against the spiritual forces of evil that are trying to hinder and block and delay uh, God's answered prayers for you. It says this in Ephesians chapter 6. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities. I'll just translate, just substitute demons just to keep it basic. But against the demons, against the demons, against the cosmic powers of this darkness, demons, against evil, demons, uh, spiritual forces in the heavens. Okay, against all the demonic forces that are trying to block things. That's what our battle is. So how do you fight this battle? Well, Paul's like, put on the full armor of God. Put on the full armor of God. We need to stop agreeing with delay and start stepping forward aggressively to to bring breakthrough and and to see those requests answered in, in the name of Jesus. What is the full armor of God that might help us when it comes to prayer? Well, 
For this reason, says verse 13, take, uh, take up the full, nope, 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 verse 14, stand therefore with truth like a belt around your waist. Truth. I've already kind of taunted this idea already, but the enemy uh, blows up so many of your praying and your answered prayers through lies. You're, you're, you're praying, he blows up your praying through lies. God doesn't really care too much about what you care about right now. You're, you're kind of down here on his priority scale. Um, you know, you, you, you sinned the other day, so you're kind of in the naughty box or something like that. You're, God's, not, God's, not gonna, God's not really interested in listening to you right now. You've, you've, got, some, you've got some stuff going on. Not, your prayers are kind of on the shelf for right now. You, 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 you know, you're, uh, I don't think, I don't think, yeah. So you get all these lies bombarding you with just taking the faith out of your prayers. Not only that, then he's using lies to, to keep people from answering your prayers. And, and I've already kind of talk, gave some examples about that. Truth is huge when it comes to prayers and prayers being answered. you got to stand in truth. You know what? I am imperfect, but I have been made clean by Jesus. I am imperfect, but I am loved and cherished. I greatly mess up, and yet I am, I am, um, I am seated with Christ in the heavenly places. I am, I am, I am full of the Spirit of God. I am, I am, I am beloved. I am chosen. I like stand in the truth of who you are, and the. The truth that God has made promises about prayer requests and praying to him in, within his will. You can stand in those truths and you can stand in the truth that, that um, God probably cares more about his will being done on earth and things getting better than you do. But man, those lies are powerful and persuasive and just take the prayers right out of you. So we've got to stand in truth. If we want to fight this spiritual battle, truth first. Then, what's next? Um, righteousness, righteousness, like armor on, on your chest, righteousness, obedience, living a godly life. Now, I know <laughs> that all through this series, I've been saying how you live doesn't really matter when it comes to answered prayers, except for it does at one point, and here is that one point, okay? But before I say the one point, I want to make sure that we understand what we're not saying, Unrighteousness does not block your prayers from being received by heaven. Or even being receiving, yes, I want my will done on earth. We tend to think that that's what happens if we sin and we mess up and we're far from God. That that blocks the prayers from getting through, that God doesn't care about that prayer, and so he's probably not going to answer. That is not the challenge when it comes to righteousness. What is the challenge when it comes to righteousness? I drew a picture. It's actually the worst picture I've ever drawn when it comes to this topic. And um, I am so ashamed of this picture that I signed it with my street name, uh, my street artist name, uh, Picasso. So no one will be able to trace it back to me. Okay. I also thought about fixing it this afternoon. Um, but I'm so inept at drawing I couldn't fix it. But I'll, I'll, we'll start here and then I'll tell you what I was trying, would have tried to do if I could. So on this picture you have two people. 
One person is walking closely with God, green person up there by the top. And you can see the advantage of walking with God in this picture. There is so little space for the enemy to get in between them and the prayer being answered. I'm not worried about the prayer getting to God. It's about the answer getting back to us. And, and so there's so, there's so few um, baddies up there. Uh, they're trying to block and harass the person's walking in truth, walking in confidence, walking in relationship with God. So the lies aren't blocking things. And there's just less things. Out. Where the other person down here, this, this other green person down here, they are far from God. And so there's a lot more enemies that are able to block things and to, and to keep answered prayer from breaking through. Now, what I wanted to do is I wanted to add some more baddies to this. And, and I wanted to have them like, like arm around the, the green person down far from God. Like they're all buddies and walking together. You can already see my artistics. It would have been scribble. It would have just been red scribble. But like, like a group of baddies kind of walking together. Because when you're walking far from God, you are walking with the enemy. And you, you can imagine, you're there walking with the enemy, and you've got your arm, the, the, the enemy's got his arm around you, and, and the answer prayers are coming, no, 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 we're here now, just let's hold back there. And, 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 that's, and that's what's able to happen very frequently, because you're walking with the enemy, and the enemy's plan for your life, and so they can just kind of, no, no, we're, we've got this one, let's not, let's not see any breakthrough here right now. Very different than the person walking closely to God. Not walking in step with the enemy. Okay? Now, theological, artistic note of clarification so that you don't um, take this picture and call me a heretic. Because there's some aspects of this that are very not true in general, theologically speaking. Because you, if you have given your life to Jesus, are in Christ. Which means you have the Holy Spirit. Which means you are today, whether you are living a godly life or an ungodly life, if you are in Christ, you are in one very real powerful sense as close to God as it is possible to be because you have God's spirit in you and you are in Christ. Okay, there is a very powerful truth there that, that this picture does not imply at all. But in, a, in another way, there is truth to this picture as long as we keep it limited. As long as we keep it limited. And it's just about relationship and, and walking with God. So just keep that in the right boxes and don't, um, don't call me heretical. You, you can try and add your own little demon buddies around, around the person far away from God if that, if that helps you. I can't do it. Anyways, so the enemy wants you to believe that you are, if you are far from God, the reason the answers to prayers aren't coming to you is because God doesn't like you right now. That God doesn't, that God doesn't approve and so he's withholding prayer requests. He's probably saying yes to, to many of your prayer requests. You don't have to be a Christian for him to answer prayers. Yeah. But anyways, that's, that's the picture there. Uh, so if you find yourself somewhere far from God here, and you would like to see more frequent answered prayers in your life, you're going to need to draw close to God again. You're going to need to repent of your misconduct and turn away from your walking in the evil way. And you're going to have to return to closeness with God. Not just in your heart, but in your decisions. In your faith-filled, godly decisions 
And that's why, even though we've, we've said in many ways um, unrighteousness or, or disobedience doesn't block God from answering your prayers, in many ways, that's why the Bible can also say in James chapter 5, the prayers of a righteous person, the prayer of a righteous person is very powerful in its effect. It's very powerful when somebody's walking in step with God and, 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 and asking prayers with less enemies there to block and, and to lie and all that kind of stuff. The prayers of righteous can be particularly powerful in their effect. Obeying God and living a righteous life greatly speeds up answered prayers. Obeying God and living a righteous life greatly speeds up answered prayers. What is the rest of the armor? Basically, the rest of the armor is stuff we've already talked about when it comes to prayer. So I'll just, just hit it quickly. Um, where are we at here? Standing with truth and righteousness. Verse 15. And your feet sandaled with readiness for the gospel of peace. Again, obedience isn't just what we don't do. But it's, it's what we do as well. We walk in obedience, bringing this great gospel message of Jesus to people with great courage and, and all that kind of stuff. In every situation, take up the shield of faith uh, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. We did a whole message about faith and the impact of that in prayer. And we've been talking about truth and, and, and extinguishing the lies here. Um, take the helmet of salvation. Again, you don't need to be saved. God answers the prayers of unbelievers, but much more prayers are answered for those who do believe in Jesus and have given their life to Jesus. And the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Again, this is about standing in truth and knowing who you are. It's been written down. Um, it's been written down in the Bible, and you can stand in that truth. You can declare those truths. You can pray those truths. Very powerful stuff. Verse 18, pray at all times. Perseverance we're talking about. Continuing to pray at all times in the spirit with every prayer and request. And stay alert with all perseverance and intercession for all the saints. You know, we're talking about this stuff. The armor of God is one of the main, main um, passages that talks about all these ways that we can wage the spiritual battle against the spiritual forces of evil that are resisting God's will to be done in your life and in our city and our world. How, that's how we can battle that. So there are lots of other things, and we're going to be talking about them for the next couple weeks. I'm going to sneak one more in today, uh, besides the armor of God. I'm going to sneak in this last one. Intentional self-humbling. Very powerful when it comes to God sending reinforcements for breakthrough in your life. Intentional self-humbling moves God to release more to unstick your prayers. Th that seems like an awkward sentence to me, so I'm going to say it a little bit more confidently. Intentional self-humbling moves God to release more to unstick your prayers. <laughs> That's so good. Wow. Mm. If you want God to release more angels or effort to uh, expedite your prayers being answered, to get things unstuck. Humbling yourself before God is a major way to capture his attention. 
Uh, the saints of old do this. We, one of the big ones there is fasting. We talk about fasting every January and the, the, the power of humbling ourselves intentionally with fasting, allowing ourselves to be weakened so that we can make some declarations about where we're at and where God's at. God is not going to be by my might right now or by my power or by my being at my best is going to be you. I need you. I don't need me, me to be at my best. I need you to be mighty and, and intervening in this moment. I need your reinforcements at this moment. Some other things in the Bible, uh, humbling yourself, not just fasting. Um, some of them are, you see it throughout the Bible, people wearing sackcloth and ashes, like that uncomfortable humbling of themselves. Um, you, you, see, you see people tearing their clothes in grief, one of my favorite ones, shaving off their hair, uh, the, one of those, those kind of humbling ourselves before God and, and in grief. Those kind of things are just expressing, God, I need you. I need your help. I am broken. I am desperate. Hear me in my brokenness. Send reinforcements. Send me more help. Daniel chapter 10. I'm referring to it over and over again. Daniel chapter 10, where we saw that angelic battle taking place, delayed answered prayer for 21 days. Daniel, at the beginning of that passage, he humbled himself. And that was part of that whole context. Not with fasting, though. Actually, not with fasting. Mm, I'm going to just look at it here in my notes. Daniel chapter 2, 10 says this, verse 2. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning for three full weeks. Okay, he's not, he's not fasting, but I didn't eat any rich food. No meat or wine entered my mouth. So he's limiting himself in some ways intentionally. And I didn't put any oil on my body until the three weeks were over. You know, lotions and uh, maybe makeup because of that culture there with his role in the court. You know, I, I am not at my best. I am not going to look my best. I am, I am not going to uh, be my best here in this moment. I'm humbling myself. And that, although it's not full fasting, it is bringing about God's God's. Uh, reinforcements being sent from heaven. That's part of the context here. When God sees you praying in desperation and humbling yourself before him and before people, he's like, oh, wow. Okay, I want to get this prayer through. I'm going to send reinforcements. Our picture for today is this. It's a photograph of Daniel. Yeah, it's not really. It's not a picture. That's probably not at all what he looks like, but he looks good. Um, so you got Daniel there. Daniel is basically living out everything that we've talked about when you look at the book of Daniel. Persevering in prayer. That, that's, that's part of his story for battling for breakthrough. Uh, not agreeing with delay. He's dedicating himself to seeking the answer here. Uh, standing in truth, not lies. Very rooted in, in, in that. Obedience and righteousness. The mark of his life is walking closely and obedient with God. Intentional humbling of himself. He is, he is living out these things that are causing his prayer life to, to be magnificent. And you can read Dan, the book of Daniel and just see how significant his prayer life is. How many massive answered prayers he receives. And, and that's, that's because this is part of his practice. He is, he is living his life in such a way that is conducive to seeing more answered prayers in his life. Now, I, I want to see that for you as well. We will continue right from here because there's so many more things that we can do to see breakthroughs happen. We'll pick that up next week. But first of all, there's a challenge for this week. Challenge is this. What does 
draw closer to God look like for you? If you're going to go from where you are now to living more godly, more closer to God's way, what would need to shift? What does that look like for you? Now, you may have had an idea and you're like, oh, yeah, that would work, but no, I want to, no, I want to keep that in my life. No, let's go back to that one. Go, go back to that one. Go back to that one. Make some life changes is the challenge this week to walk closer to God and help accelerate answers to your prayers. The prayers of the righteous are very powerful in their effect. Let me pray for us. God, I, I, I thank you for examples like Daniel. And, and God, I know that you, uh, that you hear prayers. And yet we've been battling and we've been trying to learn and grow and figure out how, prayers and, and, and maybe the lack of prayers in our lives. Help us now. Um, everybody, I want you to think of a prayer. I want you to think of a prayer, maybe ideally a prayer of yours that you used to pray, but that you've given up praying. You have any of those? A prayer that you just lost, it just didn't get answered soon enough. It hasn't been answered yet. But you've given up. You've given up praying for that person's salvation or for this, this breakthrough in that place. Or, or uh, you, you have a prayer in your mind where you're like, okay, I, I, I used to pray for this, but I just lost all faith and just stopped. Why don't you bring that one back? Just in this quietness. I encourage you to, to, to apply what we're talking about. No, maybe that prayer is just delayed. Delayed. And we want to get it unstuck. Do you think you can muster some faith and bring that prayer back to God right now? God, I'm thinking of Hezekiah and, and his appeal to mercy for your people. Uh, God, our, our, our faith levels might be really low, but I, I ask you to help us anyways. I ask you to bring breakthrough, that you would use this season of our lives to teach us again that you are the God who hears prayers and answers. That you would release reinforcements from heaven to bring about those answers immediately now in, in the name of Jesus. That there would be no more delays to these long unanswered prayers. That you would release help, uh, legions to, to our church and the people of our church in order to see re breakthroughs in these long-awaited answers. I pray that the testimonies of, of, of this next season in our church would be answered prayer after answered prayer after answered prayer uh, after long, uh, long delayed but now finally answered answered prayers. God, bring breakthroughs. We look to you. Uh, fill us with faith. Fill us with joy. Uh, uh, fill us with um, the, the joy of, of you answering uh, prayers and, and just seeing them come to fruition. Help us now. Have mercy on us in Jesus' name. Amen.